0: Welcome to Ask BBB, the program that brings you information from and about BBB accredited business owners and service providers, so you get useful information about products and services you're purchasing. I'm Jim Swan.
1: And I'm Jennifer Matthews.
0: Jennifer is the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. And this morning, we're going to be talking about concrete drives and patios and home renovations and additions
1: before we meet our guests we want to remind you that the torch awards for ethics and the spark award for young entrepreneurs are now just a few days away the awards event is on june 16th and is being held at the factory at 100 kellogg lane starting at 5 30 p.m we've had great response and we'll be ready to announce our finalists today jim
0: well that's going to be a celebration just to be able to meet and greet in person and a real opportunity to celebrate ethics in the marketplace Well, now let's meet our first guest.
1: One of the factors in assessing the appeal of a home is curb appeal, and a big factor in that curb appeal is the drive. J.D. Gatton is the owner of London On Concrete and joins us now to provide some concrete answers to our questions about cement work. Thanks for joining us, J.D.
2: Very welcome. Happy to be here.
1: If we are thinking about a concrete drive, a patio, a walkway, what are some of the choices we would be presented with?
2: Well, driveways are typically five inches thick, while other kinds of flat work, like a patio or a shed pad, are four inches thick. Hot tub pads are at least five inches thick to accommodate the weight of the water in the hot tub. Uh, Usually for covered flat work, like a shed pad or a hot tub, you'll just go with a broom finish. Uh, But any exposed flat work, like a patio or a driveway or or a walkway, uh, you may want to use a stamp pattern to jazz it up. So you can add color to the concrete as well as a stamp pattern. You can, um, you, instead of it just being the classic white concrete, you can have a colored concrete. You can choose a, a color off of a color palette, just as if you were choosing a paint color from a palette or picking a wood door or countertop style for your home. And this makes it very customizable.
1: And once you begin the work, how long does it usually take to complete? And then how long do we need to leave it? To be completely set and ready to use?
2: Well, larger jobs like driveways or uh, big backyard patios or other more complex projects, they can take around a week from beginning to end, give or take a day or two And we go from beginning to end uh, in terms of the excavation of the material, uh, removing that off your property, uh, putting in the uh, foundation and the form of the Patio itself or the the structure itself. Um, so from beginning to end, it's uh, uh, typically a um, a week give or give or give or take a day or two perhaps. Uh, and then we and then when we pour the concrete, that takes a day. Uh, you have to get that in as as quick as you can. Uh, as it starts to harden, um, you you you're on the, you're running on the clock. And then the next day, we'll come back uh, and clean and. Do our final relief cuts uh, for your concrete uh, integrity. So a lot of it does depend on, on the size, but of course a lot of it depends on weather. Uh, you can't pour concrete in the rain, so we do have to work around the elements.
1: We have heard that many contractors and, and trades are in high demand right now. What should customers expect in terms of lead time for a start date this summer?
2: Well, for London on Concrete, unfortunately, the summer is already booked up, uh, and I'll I'll let people in on a little uh, tip. Typically, someone who is pursuing a concrete project should start investigating contractors in late winter, uh, the prior winter, uh, around maybe February or March. Estimates for the summertime are done in the spring, uh, in the early spring, with uh, on-site visits and the communication, and ultimately the hiring of The contractor is usually all done well before May. Um, However, London on concrete still has a lot of fall availability. So if people are still wondering if they can get uh, a hot tub pad in before the winter, the answer is yes, we're still taking orders for the fall.
1: Does concrete work uh, require any type of permit?
2: Well, no permits are required for flat work, uh, not involving structural components of the home. So any um, building on, on that you're building on the property or if you're putting in um, an addition to the home or a garage floor that that requires footings or any type of uh, thicker component uh, that must be properly drawn and sealed by an architect or a firm uh, and that needs to be uh, taken through the city uh, for a permit and that needs to be to, it needs to support the weight of the building So it's it's structural. Um, So it's dangerous if you were to put uh, some type of a building on top of something that wasn't properly inspected or permitted. Um, However, if there's if there's no real structural issue, uh, any any flat work, typically uh, you you can just go and do it. Um, But uh, any type of project that you have may involve the structure of your home without you knowing it. So it's always best to run it past a city officer, if in doubt.
1: Is there a pricing standard for concrete work and how is the cost of it determined?
2: Well, it does depend on the size and the scope of the project, as well as the finish. For instance, if you've got a broom finish or a more complex stamp or color, uh, those all add to the the, the bill. You do know that if you're doing more complex projects, such as, um, you know, it does depend on the decor of the project, multi-leveled, um, colored you know, different borders, fancy stuff, more complex designs of steps, porches, and this kind of thing. Um, those, that, those will increase the the cost because it's more labor intensive and it's more, it's more, um, that it takes more finesse. There is a range I can provide. Uh, typically, driveways could be somewhere in the, in the area, uh, depending on size, between 10,000 Canadian uh, to 20,000 Canadian. Um, it depends on the size that we're, we're talking about, you know, 500 to, um, you know, 1,500 square feet.
1: So that pre-poor site visit is extremely important in, in determining what's required in each job.
2: It, it's, it's absolutely crucial.
0: So uh, JD, if we get more than one estimate, what are some of the things we should compare in those quotes?
2: Well, the size, of course, is, is one of the main things. What it is, what we're doing, how thick the concrete is. Um, I also detail the thickness of my foundation, the type of my foundation. Uh, many outfits use different types of materials for their foundation, and it does matter if they need uh, a, a pump pump truck uh, or pump machine that that will be included on the estimate they will have wire mesh or uh, rebar uh, where we we made dowel um, put put rebar dowel into the foundation to lock a, a patio or a or a walkway to your to your foundation especially the size this is this walkway is 50 feet long by four foot width that needs to be on there
1: JD, what does BBB accreditation mean to you and to your clients?
2: Well, I grew up understanding the importance of BBB. Uh, it's in the same category of importance, in my opinion, as something like a Consumer Reports. So, to me, um, BBB it's it's a trusted source of um, you know local and national data that you can rely on to help you make great decisions in who you hire and who you do business with. So I would highly recommend that uh, people look at BBB always to consider who you're hiring.
1: Well, thank you so much for sharing your expertise and your time with us, JD.
0: You're very
2: welcome. My pleasure.
0: You're listening to Ask BBB and JD Gatton is the owner of London on Concrete, a BBB accredited business with an A plus rating. Look them up in the BBB.org directory to connect to their website and social media pages.
1: Could you add a room to your home? Stay tuned to learn what is involved.
0: Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with the host of Ask BBB, Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario.
1: As families grow, the space we need in a home changes. We can move or we can renovate. If we choose to renovate, there are many things to consider and to explore that option, we welcome Luke Vandenbosch and Ryan Versolato of V&V Homes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So your website says make your dreams a reality when considering renovations or additions. Where do you start when interpreting people's dreams?
3: Well, it, it typically depends on the client. Uh, we often find Uh, Many clients have a pretty clear idea of what they're going for. Uh, Some clients need a little bit more direction on what potential design possibilities are out there. Um, Some helpful tools we like to see are inspirational photos, whether that's magazine clippings or Pinterest boards, however. Um, Although our favorite uh, tool is design drawings. So if the client is already engaged, a designer, um, that's fantastic. If they have a clear vision, we can usually make that work. But if it's a little bit fuzzy still, we'll try and steer them to get some design drawings done, whether that's an architect, interior designer, uh, possibly an engineer, or a pretty available option is a BCIN, Building Code Identification Number uh, Certified designer.
1: And Um, does your company then have a network of those people you sort of uh, refer out to?
3: Yeah, certainly. We've we've got a couple of each that we like to direct people towards.
1: So when people come to you with their their vision and their design ideas, uh, and they have this collection of images, let's say, do you sometimes see possibilities they haven't thought of or things that are not possible that they haven't thought of?
3: Yeah, all the time. Really... Anything is possible. It does come down to their budget. And usually at the start, like the first meeting, it's a lot of great ideas. It's kind of their wish list. And then they work with us to kind of hone it down, work within their budget, and kind of get the best product they can
0: get for, for whatever they can afford.
1: And when we're considering a renovation, what are some of the challenges that people would commonly face?
3: So there, there are a number of them, and they, they tend to rear their head almost every time i would say starting with the physical constraints of the home uh if it's just a renovation you you don't want to be putting on an addition just to accommodate an extra little bit of circulation space some of the challenges are also you know the site access one of the major considerations in a a renovation would be working or living within the occupied space Uh, so that comes with a whole host of challenges Namely, noise and dust control. Uh, we do have some systems in place to mitigate that, but it's certainly something that can be in a bit of an affront to the senses, especially if people are working from home, for example. And one, one major thing that I personally faced on any of my renovations is you know, the unforeseen conditions and a, and a sort of a kicker to that is where do you draw the line? So it's very important to articulate the the maximum workspace that you want to get into because it's very easy to go, well, why don't, since we're here, we just keep going with the floor and, you know, keep going with the wall. My rule or our rule is if we open something up and something isn't right, it's got to be dealt with. So that can have budgetary implications. Uh, so it's important to really draw the line of where you're willing to uh to undergo the work.
1: In the past couple of years, we've heard a lot about renovations and, and in across all industries as well, supply chain issues. How has that affected the timeline of renovations and additions that you've been working on?
3: Personally, we haven't really faced any significant challenges. The only real thing I would say is that you don't often find things on the shelf anymore. So it just means that you need to pay more attention up front. You need to plan well enough in advance and just ensure that you're, you're lining up your ducts for when material is available. Fortunately, we have not been affected very much by the uh, supply chain challenges.
1: What kinds of permits are required when you start a project and who's responsible for obtaining those?
3: There are many renovations and many projects that do not require a permit. For an example, a bathroom renovation could require it depending on whether or not the plumbing is being relocated. Uh, but I would say, you know, it's always subject to the authorities having jurisdiction. So, your local municipality, you know, the zoning requirements for your lot. And, you know, depending on the, the nature of the work, you may need to involve other authorities like conservation authorities or heritage uh, authority. But um, ultimately, the responsibility for obtaining a permit is the owner's responsibility. However, you can transfer that responsibility to a qualified designer and they would take care of developing the design and articulating the scope so that uh, you can get that into the municipality and, and get your permit.
1: If we're thinking about a renovation or an addition, what should we expect in terms of timeline?
3: We always get asked this question. uh, But what we like to do is ensure that we can definitely meet the schedule. So that doesn't mean inflate it, but uh, we certainly want to give ourselves time for any, you know, bumps in the road per se. Um, But I'd also like to say that I always prefer to, sort of look at the project in two or three phases. So one of the most important things that many people don't really think about when planning the project is the pre-construction or design phase. It's important to get, again, similar to that supply chain question, to get everything lined up, to make these decisions before you're you know, in the trenches, uh, and make sure that you have all the materials on hand. The more you can work through these things before you start, the smoother the project is on the whole and you're able to shorten up your actual um, construction period. So we could be talking a couple of weeks, we could be talking almost a year. But I would always say you need to build in anywhere between six weeks to six months of design and preparation before you start pulling off any baseboards or anything.
1: What should be involved in the contract and payment schedule for a renovation or addition?
3: Well, technically, a verbal agreement constitutes a contract. Uh, But I would say it's always better to get something in writing. Uh, But from there, it really depends on uh, the client and our comfort level. Oftentimes, uh, you know, a signed estimate could be enough. Uh, but once you get into bigger full-scale renovations uh, especially a new build uh, you really should get as much of that detail on paper as possible just eliminates any questions down the road
1: can you tell us what bbb accreditation means to both your company and your clients Uh,
3: we feel that kind of reassures the client and gives them more of a, a safety net for it we're vetted we're qualified the industry is a little bit rough at times and so we feel this kind of gives us uh, more comfort in terms of from the client's mind. Yeah, we've, we've all heard horror stories. Of course, you know, being accredited, having our name on the website, having a place for people to give feedback, whether it's good or bad. You know, it shows that we're open to the feedback, shows that we're above board. Um, we want to be seen. We want to be heard. And we want to hear from our clients as
1: well. So, Luke and Ryan, thank you so much for joining us this morning on Ask BBB and sharing your expertise as we look at our homes and decide what we could possibly change.
3: Thanks very much for having us. Thanks for having us.
0: Luke Vandenbosch and Ryan Versalato are co-owners of v and Homes, a BBB-accredited business. Consult the BBB.org directory to learn more and to connect to their website and social media page.
1: Better Business Bureau celebrates trust and integrity with the Torch Awards for Ethics and Spark Award. More on the June 16th event after this short break.
0: And we're back with more on Ask BBB with your host, Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB, serving Western Ontario. Well, the Torch and Spark Awards are just a couple of weeks away, Jennifer.
1: They are. And this week, I had the pleasure of contacting our finalists in every category and inviting them officially to our uh, event on the 16th. So in our category one for Torch Awards, Jim, which is businesses that have one to five employees, we have Shift Collective, Victoria Baird Image and Inspiration, and Jennifer Slay Counseling and Coaching. For our Category 2 finalists, which are over five employees, we have Green Tech Painting, Skilled Accents, and Steamer's Cleaning Services, Inc. We're also awarding the Spark Award that night, and our finalists are Birch Tree Organizing, My Landscape Artist, and Gridiron Boys, Inc. We are really excited to meet these fantastic business owners and celebrate their contribution to ethics and marketplace integrity.
0: Jennifer, can you talk a little bit about... uh... How the judging is then done for that big announcement that will come on June 16th?
1: So this year is the first year that everything is done online, Jim, for both Torch and Spark Awards. Our applications and the ranking sheets that are given to the judges have all been forwarded to them. And independently, they have assessed each business and given them a score. Once the scores are compiled, then we are able to see who the finalists are.
0: And that big announcement will be made on uh, June 16th at uh, the factory, at uh, the event, eh?
1: We are excited to announce the winners in each category on at our event on June 16th and to meet the actual business owners themselves.
0: And we'll be uh, talking to them right here on Ask BBB uh, after the awards uh, event on the 16th. Who are some of the sponsors that are behind this uh, new format event?
1: So we've had some great sponsors come on board. Royal LePage Triland Realty is one of our sponsors, Peter Meyer there has been a great supporter of our awards in the past as well. Our title and platinum sponsor is Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning, and we are excited to have Peter on board as one of our uh, long-standing sponsors of our event. We have Talbot Marketing as a bronze sponsor, CNC Insurance has returned as a silver sponsor, and Sanitary Sewer Cleaning and Bluestones Property, Inc. are also bronze sponsors of our event. We are honored to have Rotary once again support our winners and our programming through the sponsorships that they award to each.
0: And just one more detail. How do we get tickets for this event?
1: So tickets are on sale right now. You can go to BBB.org and you'll see our ticket event page.
0: We're Good, Jennifer. And that's our time for Ask BBB This Week.
1: Remember, we like to hear from you, so pass along your comments and send us your guest suggestions. Contact us at hashtag AskBBB and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jennifer Matthews.
0: And I'm Jim Swan. Remember to ask BBB
1: And start with trust.